What's up, everybody? I'm Jordan, and I started Despicable Company. Whoa, hang on, whoa, hang on, whoa, hang on. Whoa. You did not start Despicable Company. We started Despicable Company. Me, Benjamin. And me, John. You probably don't even know what Despicable Company does. Sure I do. It's it's where we make the stuff and the things. Uh, okay, well, lucky guess over here. They're, they're actually musical things. And what else? I, other things, which, whatever, it doesn't matter. If you want to fight, then let's fight. Right here, right now, on The The Despicable Despicable Podcast. Welcome back. Yo, yo, yo. Glad you're here. I'm back. I was gone last week, but I'm back. And, And Jordan's still here. Which is rad. He's a good buddy of ours. He is also involved in Despicable Company, and he'll be here with us in future episodes. True, true, true. Jordan, you have anything you wanna you wanna say to the people? Um, I'm I'm happy that I get to do this now. That uh, we're coming down to the end of the I'll Be Fine series. That's true. We are, and to celebrate that, um, if you haven't already gotten the CD or vinyl of I'll Be Fine. Uh, we've got a special little coupon code for you. We want to, if you are in the continental United States, we want to ship it to you for free, which saves you a few bucks and uh, gives you a chance to own the full album on the format of your choice. Uh, John, hit him with that promo code. The promo code is Pod Free Ship. Could I could I get the spelling of that, please? That's going to be P O D F R E E S H I P. Um, could you use it in a sentence, please? I use the promo code PODFREESHIP to get free shipping on my order of Alvi Fine, either on CD or vinyl. Okay, so I go to shop.johnlewismusic.com. Is that correct? That is absolutely correct. Oh, thank you, thank you. I don't know what that was. It was like a spelling bee, I guess, but like not. <laughs> you know, it, it worked out. It got the information across. Jordan, what are we talking about today? Today, we are talking about the last song on the record, In Stride. Very excited for that. So let's get right to it. Take Take it away, Mr. Despicable. The final track of I'll Be Fine ends the album on a note of optimism and perseverance. While that may not have been what John was fully feeling at the time, John thought it important to write toward where he wanted to be. Here's John and Benjamin discussing the development of In Stride. So at the end of the week that I spent with you in Florida doing kind of Mm pre-production we cleaned up a lot of songs we started spent and then we knew we had to start something for the last slot yeah kind of the post spent and after the last interlude yeah and there were a bunch of like i remember when when i had been planning the record just from a thematic standpoint there were a bunch of like filler titles and like and i remember the filler title for the last song being i'll carry her with me and it was just kind of this idea that was like um, you know, this has been a really heavy thing and I'm not going to forget about it, but it wasn't necessarily a really strong idea for the song. So I didn't really have a huge vision Oh, and the place that spent went and that was the slot we had called aftermath. Right. Was so dark and like real to the moment. Cause that's where you were at in kind of the grieving process, if sure. you will. Yeah. It was pretty clear that like we needed a lift to kind of end the thing yeah. and head towards some hope. Yeah. I, I didn't want to end in a place where it was like, so we, we, we met and it was crazy and fast and then we got together and then we broke up and it was really awful. And I felt a lot of pain and 
yeah, there you go. There's the record. Like I, I, I did want it to be like an overall story of, I guess, no, I mean not really triumph, but just like a, you know, the, and there's a light at the end of the tunnel kind of thing. And that put this song kind of in its own category, whereas like a lot of the other songs were, you know, whether they came from pre-existing ideas or not, they were either about what was happening in the moment or with the case of, you know, everything I need and for now, like retrospectively writing about the past. And yeah, this was yeah. almost like a predestination song sure. of sorts where yeah. it's like, this is, this is where I'm hoping things head or wanting things to head. Yeah. And, and I, and I remember, um, as I was writing it early on, I, I was also, um, like in counseling and, and I, I was talking to my therapist about just like where, where I was at and where I wanted to be. And, and, uh, just one piece of advice that he gave me was like, you know, it, it does get easier as time goes on. If you just kind of tell yourself that it is going to be better, eventually one day you'll wake up and you'll believe it. And I was like, well, that kind of sucks. But also he's kind of right. And that is kind of what eventually happened, even though at the time when I was writing, I didn't necessarily feel that. Musically, I, I remember this kind of started around you had some chords that were a little bit more minor. Yeah, and I remember I was I was listening to a lot of From Indian Lakes at the time, and uh, one of their albums, Able Bodies, has a song called Paintings, where they use these like really interesting open voicings uh, that are like in the key of F, but most of the time when you play an F on a guitar, it's like all bar chords, and these were like kind of weird, spacey ones, and so it started kind of minor, and I remember showing it to you, and you're like, if we're trying to end on like an uplifting note, you should definitely make it like more major. I was like, oh, you're kind of right. And then I remember I also uh, had in my mind that I, I wanted to end it like really upbeat, like a and you were like, that's that's not what it needs. Yeah, and especially out of Spent being the last big song, if we had just suddenly gone to a it would have felt very abrupt. Sure, sure. And not kind of represented more of the transition up from we're kind of at this slow, dreary place. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, I all, all that to be said, I remember having that conversation early on in the process of this song, literally right before you went back home from that Florida trip. We pretty much just demoed like the drum loop that starts it off and like those initial chords. And then I was like, I guess I'll just figure it out later. <laughs> yeah, I remember laying on the floor in that living room area where we just did the spend episode, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> like just laying across in front of the TV with the laptop and programming out that drum loop yeah, and and then like adding the, the delay to it right which was kind of i remember sitting there and fine-tuning it and you just kind of sitting there playing those those chords we landed on over and over yeah and that was pretty much it we didn't really have time to start actually crafting what the song was going to be it was just kind of like got that groove yeah another interesting thing uh, about this one was that we we did start it like during that week kind of early on in like the constructing the rest of the record process but there were several songs that got finished before this one even really got past the first verse like this one kind of hung out in limbo for a while before i took it to where it is now i went home and that's when you kind of really fleshed out the south and for now yeah and these other ones that we, we worked on a little bit at this point but needed a lot of work and i remember also even like sending you demos of this that like didn't have a bridge there were lots of elements of this that were literally the last thing other than uh we talked about in another episode the april 3rd being the like we wrote that during Getting the, the tracking lyrics, process right, but right. like this was the last song that was written by a long shot like the rest of it had been done probably for i think i remember it was like a few weeks and then i finished this one it's probably hard to write the finale to something that you don't have all the pieces to yet 
in a way that makes it feel like, oh, this was meant to be cohesive all along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that that did actually like really serve the song. There are a couple lines that like reference other songs on the album, like in the bridge where it talks about like her arid eyes and like that's a your eyes are dry reference. And there's like a couple other things like that that like make it a strong conclusion. Uh, Speaking of that, after the bridge, like the solo section is really just like, I mean, at the time I wasn't like a incredibly proficient lead guitarist, but I, I knew I wanted these two melodies, the, these two themes, like uh, her theme and my theme to kind of duel uh, across these two guitars and to have my theme ultimately come out on top musically. So like there, it starts with the da na 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 uh, da da like little, with a couple embellishments uh, from like her theme. And then my theme, which is the da 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 da, da. they just pass it back and forth, and ultimately, the my theme ends very high. As far as this this first demo, which you kind of built off of that drum loop that we started, yeah. Um, the one thing that sticks out to me is I always remember we were always kind of like eh about how the vocals turned out. Yeah. But part of that was because of the key that you wanted the song to be in. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I built the record like with the home key being B flat and then all of the other songs in relation to that are like in, I guess, a downward direction on the circle of fifths. And this was the first one that was at, like in a in an upward direction, like going up to, to the key of F. And so I really wanted it to be there for me, at least the like, from a music theory standpoint, it represented a lot to me and and I wanted it to to be symbolic of hope and of new things. And so it was definitely in a key that was a little too high for me to sing, but I wanted to do it that way anyways. And it like kind of helped me to get a little bit screamier uh, and drive some of the stuff home on the final really well. In this demo, it's very rough. <laughs> when the nights get long and I've thought circles round you When I don't feel strong I collapse, I break in two It's like I'm holding on To a red hot iron ladder I know I can't let go just move faster Wish I could just go faster I think it's time I redefine this heartache as biding my time If I can tell myself I'm better off I might believe it I wonder why I run and hide from bitter ghosts I recognize this time I'll hold my head up This time I'll take it all in stride This time I'll take it all in stride Guess I misunderstood all the things there's some of the beginnings of these keyboard parts that kind of got expanded in the final yeah well because i remember when i sent it to you uh y- your initial reaction was like ah it's not there let me add some things and i remember you you did this uh yeah it's weird when you build a song kind of around like a drum loop thing where it's repetitive but like what's cool is the effects on it it's like you kind of have to do something for the rest of it right the guitars are like also kind of repetitive yeah so it's like oh well maybe some keyboard things need to flesh it out Time I redefine this parting as parting my time. If I get 
when you first sent me a full version of this. This lift won me over pretty quickly. So that ended up being crowd vocals in the final. Was that your intention, or does yeah. that just where we ended up? No, no, no. It, it definitely was. I wanted it to be like an echo type thing because, well, for one, I couldn't sing that line all the way through by myself. But like the the first and second lines are kind of call and response like that. I remember like when we hit the last chord, there's like a delay that in this demo we were like, oh yeah, that's that's how the record needs to end. And it took forever to like actually replicate that in the final one right here. This episode of the Despicable Podcast is brought to you by America, the only place where you can get I'll Be Fine shipped to you for free on CD or vinyl. To redeem, go to shop.johnlewismusic.com and use promo code PODFREESHIP, P-O-D-F-R-E-E-S-H-I-P, PODFREESHIP. And now back to the show. Yeah, I think what I remember happening was it was like, I forgot that it was like just on the guitars and not on certain synth layers. I thought like the drums were delayed too. Right, so right. So when we went and listened back to the first mix of the final, it was like, that just doesn't sound right. And we had well, to go back and like figure, we reconstruct that delay. Well, the other thing too is I, I think I had delay on like the rhythm guitars also. Um, and so there was that like chaka, 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 chaka. Like at the at the very end, but we didn't end up doing that for the final one because the the lead guitar line that I had in this demo was kind of eh for the ending, and so we changed that, and it ended up covering that part anyways. There's also a guitar part on the final that's inspired by what I always heard was in this demo, but wasn't. So you're playing, I think it's da 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 right on with a delay on it, yeah. But then I always heard another layer, which I think is just compounded from that delay of a like with two right, strings right. going. So yeah. we ended up adding that with a different sound. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So I forgot about that. It's kind of chaotic. Yeah, yeah. Not a lot of work was done in between this demo and tracking the final. Right, other than just like polishing everything. 
Um, I, I do remember that the the vocal for the final took forever because we had to make it sound good, and I had a very hard time singing up there cleanly. Well, and it, it had yeah. I mean, you you needed to capture a very intense up performance. Yeah, yeah. That reaches and like growls in the right ways and blah blah blah. And like this song is like there's a lot going on, especially near the end. But like for most of it, kind of like we said it earlier, the instruments pretty much just go in and out and do the same thing over and over. It's like, it's really a vocal performance right. song. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about this song kind of being overall not underwhelming, but like it's not a standout for us when we think about sure. the record and even like the recording of it and stuff. Like yeah. there were certainly higher highs in a lot of other places for us, but it is a song that when you strip it all back and it's just like the, the song itself getting rid of the arrangement and the production and stuff like yeah. it, it, it does hold up as a really good, like final chapter to it, kind of an epilogue. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think, um, it's been interesting too, to see, um, a lot of people have like connected with this one in particular because it is like such a, like it, it's, it's, it really is like the release at the end of all the tension that's building over the course of the record. Um, and a lot of people have really resonated with that, which is cool. Cause that is what I wanted it to do. Um, I feel like a lot of these songs on the record started from like me having like a specific vibe in mind or like chasing a sound. And this one was very much like I had a, I had a message I wanted to convey and I had to figure out how to support it musically, which is kind of the first time I've approached a song from that angle, which was really interesting for sure. But it also definitely was a more difficult one to write, which I think is why it took so long to finish. I think finishing this song in and of itself was probably the one highlight that I had with it was like hearing the final mix of this versus the demo kind right. of where it was this underwhelming demo of this not highlight song. I think just hearing it finished and at the end and of all the well. mixes and yeah. done well and it kind of serving its purpose as kind of the epilogue of the whole project and kind of realizing that. Yeah. Hearing that delay trail off done just the right way at the end i think that i remember listening to the stuff in my car for the first time and being like oh wow yeah it really does feel like a sigh of relief almost yeah when the nights get long and our thought circles round you immediately better when i don't feel strong i collapse i break into I also love how the drum loop came out, but it does make it a super confusing song to figure out how to play live. <laughs> True. It's like I'm holding on to that hot iron ladder. I remember one of my favorite things that we added to this like initial verse section is those uh, lead guitar lines that are in the gaps are doubled with piano, like a grand piano sound. And it like makes it sound really chimey in a cool way. I think it's time I redefine this heartache as biding my time. If I can tell myself I'm better off, I might believe it. I wonder why I'm running high from bitter ghosts. There's a little bit of shaker mixed in there with those little delay things. Guess I misunderstood all 
the things I had to do. I remember this line coming up. I really wanted to like just ramp up the octave with the lead vocal, and you were like, "No, no, you should you should hang on to it and have the have the backing vocal do that for you, like right here." Yeah, we went with the classic uh, Howard Benson telephone. Yeah. harmony that might believe it has to like switch to falsetto halfway through which i remember we had to i think we had to do that in piecemeal oh yeah for sure i'll do my best to replicate it live That's the first time I do a harmony on this song. Is that right? Right, right, yeah. Fun fact if you pay attention, it's actually with the two guitars, it's switching between shaker here and then tambourine. <laughs> nice, I actually never noticed that. Yeah. And then when you start playing together, they do both come in. Nice. Oh, the pizzicato strings. If you there, listen yeah. in the in the in the real one, it's very loud. My favorite vocal thing. Yeah, that was really hard. Oh, and then I trailed it with some pretty significant verb, so it trails like another two bars past right, what right. you did. Which I, I could never have held it for that long. <laughs> well, I didn't want you to either, so yeah, yeah. it worked. That was a late addition on my part. Sure, yeah. I, I don't think you fully were about when we did it. Yeah, but what once I heard it as it was, and it comes again here. Yeah. Yeah, the trail. The, the stride coming in the second time. Yeah. I wasn't planning on doing that. That was definitely something that when I was mixing it, I was like, oh, I wonder, and flew it over and really liked it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it worked really well. It makes the last word of the album technically stride. That's true. It's kind of funny. Yeah. There also was originally a gang vocal that I cut where we all sang the Right. Because I remember we switched that uh, like in favor of we had these like reverse tubular bells that like filled out that same range, doubling the guitars. Yeah, they were both gonna be in there, but it was just one of those things. There's like it, there's so much going on at yeah. the end there. There's there's that. There's the da 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 da. There's the da 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 guitars. Yeah. There's the normal guitar parts that have been going the whole time. Right. The the last take it all in is still holding out. Right. Like there's just so much going on 
And those particular sounds just didn't blend well with that crowd vocal. And yeah. it was like, I don't know, it was a little out of tune. So it kind of took away from it. Yeah. The bells, the bells were a cooler thing. We actually stole that from, I think it's Trilogy by Hidden Hospitals. Oh, yeah, yeah, Has a bunch of the reverse tubular bells. So like yeah. the, the, for those who don't know, the, the kind of bells that you hear, the big ones in Christmas music, they're like, dun, 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 dun. Those kind of bells have a lot of weird, like, chimey high end, but also, like, the tubular low note. So if you reverse it, you get kind of, like, all these weird. Yeah. It, it like, starts with the high register and kind of, fill like, it, it starts with, like, a bunch of overtones, and then it, like, fills in with the actual tone kind of on the back end of the beat, which is really neat. So that's, I'll be fine. Yeah. Wow. What What is there to say, John? At the, at the end of this journey reflecting back we've we've been recording these i mean people will be hearing these in a matter of weeks we've been recording them over the past year or so yeah just sitting down with a couple of these songs every once in a while reflecting on the journey of making it yeah what 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 do you, what, what runs through your mind um a few things uh i'll say first and foremost that uh making an album at this scale with the resources that we had and the things that we learned in college was very difficult, but it like, I feel like I learned so much from just the, like the production and the, and the like tracking of everything. Like I figured out how to do things well with this record, which was really cool for me. Um, but then also I, I feel like we, I'm really proud that we were able to do the story justice. I mean, like, I feel like we represented each aspect of, of, uh, like the emotions that I was feeling at the time. Like, I feel like everything is done to the nth degree in, in, in the best way. And especially ending within stride is kind of the like emotional, I guess, release of the record definitely feels really, really good as, as like a journey. Like I wanted it to have that feeling, like when you listen to the record from front to back, that like you just finished a good movie. Like you feel, you feel like you got to know the characters and you feel that you were able to relate to it and, and take something out of it for yourself. And um, even though it is like my story, listening to it now, thinking about it just as music, not, not as like myself, I, I do feel like I'm able to, to take some catharsis from it, which is, which is really neat. Really grateful for that. And that's the full story of I'll Be Fine by John Lewis. You can hear the entire album now on all platforms. I'm Mr. Despicable, and thank you for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's too speech, kind, speech, too kind. Oh, it's too speech, kind. Well, speech, speech, speech. First off, I have to, I have to thank my mom. Uh, she's the person who brought me here. Um, the voiceover union trained me up. It made me who I am today. I wouldn't be anything without them. Um, I, I gotta say, I'm, I'm so excited for the next opportunity. I, I'll be here next week. Um, uh, I'm uh, so, hey, I, uh, Mr. Spick, yeah. Um, we're, we're actually not going to do like narrations every episode. So yeah, this is just kind of like it, a series. This thing. is the despicable company. Yeah. Mr. Despicable. Yeah. But the, the show's going to be a little bit more than just like behind the scenes of songs and stuff. Maybe we'll have you back someday, but like, not nah, right now. Someday? Guys, I I need this. It's been 11 weeks of this, man. I mean, we've, we've done what we said in the contract and it's it's over and we're just gonna move I didn't on. sign a contract. I need this. Guys, I need this. I have a family. Have I have a family to feed. Don't cut this off. Don't cut off that mic. God. Oof, guys. That was rough. 
Yeah, uh, not our proudest moment, to be honest. But you know, it is our proudest moment, being able to offer you free shipping when you use the promo code PODFREESHIP. Just head to shop.johnlewismusic.com and add I'll Be Fine on vinyl or digibook, photobook, CD thing that is very cool and I can't highly recommend it enough to your cart and use P-O-D. F-R-E-E-S-H-I-P and live in the U.S. of A. Sorry to our foreign friends. And we will ship that to you at no shipping cost to you. So now that we're done talking about all the songs on I'll Be Fine, what are we going to do next? Well, the Despicable Podcast is going to look a little bit different moving forward. Uh, we're going to take a few weeks off to get kind of all our ducks in a row. But then uh, we're, we're kind of going in a new direction. And by new direction, he means vague, undefined direction. Uh, we want to keep doing this, and we have ideas of things to maybe talk about, maybe some like different segments to do, but really, it's kind of all up in the air, and we would love your input. So make sure that you're involved in our Discord. We read everything that's on there. If you have any ideas for us, hit us up. We'd love to hear it. A really easy way to get to the Discord is to go to connect.johnlewismusic.com and then click on the Discord link that'll take you to Despicable family we're really open to anything i mean we definitely want to talk about like music industry related topics or answer questions or if you've got things you want us to like you know give feedback on that you want to send in like we're really kind of open to anything and it's probably going to take us a few episodes to kind of figure out what the show looks like on a week-to-week basis and how often it's going to be all those things are kind of just like we got to figure them out it's kind of weird we've done like 12 episodes of a show And now we've got to sort of like build it from the ground up. So we appreciate your patience and hope that you'll stick with us through this next season. But we also want you to know that when we do put out new music, we'll talk about that in the same way. In the meantime, uh, be sure and follow us on our socials. If you haven't, Uh, we'll be posting a bunch of stuff in the interim about what we're up to. And we are up to a lot. Uh, So be sure and check out at Despicable LLC on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, what have you. Uh, And also, if you want to keep up with my music, uh, go to at John Lewis Music on all those same platforms. And also TikTok. Yeah, we got to get back in that TikTok game, bro. We do. We we posted a couple fun things a while ago. Uh, We'll probably do more. So, yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. If you've listened all the way up into this episode, I can't thank you enough for spending like almost 11 hours with us so far. Here's to many more. Hope you liked season one, and we will see you soon for season two of the Despicable Podcast. And remember, the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. You realize you've used your one use of that joke now. I, I do. And, and you know, I'm proud to have ended season one with it. Mm. Shalom. See you next time. Thank you.